You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Hello, and welcome to Working Like Dogs on Pet Life Radio. Thank you for joining us today. We're your hosts. My name is Marcy Davis, and my co-host is my trusty service dog, Whistle. And Whistle and I are thrilled to be with you to talk about our favorite subject, working dogs and working animals. And today, we're going to visit with Day Al-Muhammad, where she's a senior policy advisor with the U.S. Department of Labor, the Office of Disability Employment Policy. And Day is going to talk with us today about a really cool project that her office initiated in celebration of International Assistance Dog Week. So come right back after these quick messages as we welcome Day Al-Muhammad to the show. We'll be right back, right after these messages. Stay tuned. Buster, you're telling me my dog food products can't go on your shelves? That's right. Didn't pass one of my Petco certified nutrition checklists. Sorry, Wayne. Who made these checklists? Geniuses. Very smart guys. Well, it's good enough for most grocery stores. Do you see cheese puffs on my shelves? Mayonnaise? Soda pop? No. That's because I ain't running no grocery store, Wayne. Your pets will get better nutrition, I guarantee it. Petco, with healthy pets go. Enter the code WORK10, W-O-R-K, the number 10, and get 10% off any order. No minimum at Petco.com. How would you like your business to reach out and invite in our audience? We have a brand new trademark concept called InfoSeeds. InfoSeeds are short 20-second seeds of information about your place of business, practice, or service is the best most cost-effective way to invite us in. We only have a limited number of slots left. For more information, visit the website. PetLifeRadio.com Click on Sponsorship Information. There you can listen to a sample of InfoSeed. Remember, only a limited number of opportunities are available. Having a rough day? Longing for the dog days of summer? Think your fun furry friend lives a dog's life? Well, find out everything you're begging to know as Pet Life Radio presents It's a Doggy Dog World with pet expert and award-winning author Liz Palaika. Every dog has his day, and you'll find out how to make your dog's day fun and rewarding every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Working Like Dogs on Pet Life Radio. And today we're so happy to have Day Al-Muhammad with us. Hello, Day, and welcome. Hi, Marcy. Thanks so much for the invitation. Actually, we're pretty excited to uh, to be on, on radio with you guys, so... Yeah, well, we just can't wait for you to... First of all, Day, tell us, what do you do at the U.S. Department of Labor? Sure. I'm a senior policy advisor with the Office of Disability Employment Policy. And what we do as an office, actually, is we look for what are creative and and successful employment policies, what are strategies and models that different individuals, organizations, 
state and local agencies might be doing that actually gets people with disabilities into work, what keeps people with disabilities in work, and what also encourages promotion of people with disabilities. And then our job is to look at these policies, test them, and then see what can be done to expand them on a national scale to increase employment opportunities for people with disabilities. That is so awesome. So do you guys work mostly with government agencies or small businesses? What types of employers do you work with? Actually, that's a great question. One of the nice things about being a policy office as opposed to a program office in some ways is that we work with everyone. We, have, we work with small business associations. We work with um, federal agencies. In truth, ODEP does partnering. What we found that's most successful is collaboration from both the public and the private sector. Um, you, know, when, you know, when you're taught in kindergarten that everybody should work together um, for success, you know, that doesn't change um, no matter what level you're at. And so what we look for are good partnerships that exist and say, what can we do to strengthen these? What can we do to make sure other people hear about them? Well, boy, that is so true. That's a life lesson that we learned early that carries with us throughout our lifetimes, right? <laughs> Absolutely. That's so cool. So, so you guys do all different kinds of policy then about ways that people are hired or that they retain employment. Is that right, Day? Correct. We, we have a number of different um, subgroups within ODEF that work with different populations and work on different areas. We have a youth team that works specifically on transition of young people into the workplace. Uh, we have a team that works specifically with employers because it isn't just like give people a job kind of a demand. It's saying what can be done to meet the needs of employers? How do we make sure they have the information they need to ensure their business success? Because this is what it's about. It's about connecting with untapped talent. Well, that is so great. I know employment is such a big issue for people with disabilities, and it's definitely something that I've been passionate about for as long as I can remember growing up with a disability. I couldn't wait to go to work and have some cash so that I could start mm-hmm. doing things, which is what is so empowering. And, and work and employment does mean that you have more choices in your life and that you have more opportunity. And for people with disabilities, I think that's even more paramount. So I just thank you so much for the great work that you're doing. And I was so excited when I heard about the cool project that your office did for International Assistance Dog Week. So tell us about that. Sure. Actually, um, what it is, is our Office of of Public Affairs within Department of Labor heard about it and basically um, put together an elevator poster to kind of celebrate um, International Assistance Dog Week. It was actually an pretty awesome looking poster of a golden retriever with a a Department of Labor ID tag, a great big smile, and a statement of how that they're co-workers too. I just love that. I have to tell you, Day, that I'm getting that poster framed and hanging it in my office permanently because it was just so awesome to see that beautiful golden retriever with that employee ID badge around its neck. That was so cute. And I loved the different things that the poster said about assistance dogs as employees because they really are. And I just thought it was such a positive, positive message that you guys had communicated through that. Excellent. I'm, I'm glad. And, and I'll definitely pass along word to our um, Office of Audiovisual Services. I know they put a lot of effort into every poster they designed to, to make it meaningful and really to make sure it articulates the goals of Secretary Solis. 
Well, I wondered if that, if where they got the picture of that dog, if that was someone in your office's dog or if that was art that they got from some online Photoshop place or where they got that dog from because it was perfect. <laughs> Actually, it was art that they got. Actually, it was one of the, one of the amusing things has been as I've Travel around the office with with my service dog. A lot of people ask, "Wait, is that your dog on the poster?" And well, that's and, uh, what I I'm, wondered. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm sure several employees were a little disappointed to to discover, no, no, it wasn't. So, but, uh, <laughs> but no, they had they had some other art images that they used. Well, tell us about your service dog. Sure, I have a seven year old yellow lab, and her name is Venny, and she's um, I just say she's kind of tiny and a little bit chunky, like most labs are. Very sweet sleeps a lot and tends to snore in meetings. <laughs> so, and she's your service dog. Correct. She's so, a working guide dog. Oh, cool. Well, I was going to say, so tell our listeners what kinds of things Vinny does for you. Sure. Actually, one of the, I mean, she's a, a, I guess you would call it more traditional guide dog. So she does guide work for me, make sure I avoid obstacles, ensures that it's uh, safe to cross the street. At least once I say, all right, I think we're good step out and if I'm wrong she's there to make sure that I don't get um, end up saying my goodbyes to the world from under the wheels of the bus so in general that's a lot of what she does is um, is with regard to um, us in transit yeah well that's incredible I'm always so amazed by guide dogs and and how they can assist you to keep you from running into really life-threatening objects and situations that's so amazing so how long have you had a guide dog so, um, I say well, well over 10 years. Venny is my second dog. Oh, awesome. Okay. And so is it, because I know Whistle is my assistant's dog, and he's trained to help me as a wheelchair user, and he's trained the first two years of his life. How long do they train the guide dogs before they're placed with you? I think it varies a little bit from school to school. Um, I know, at least within the guide dog community, it has a longer history in some ways, so a lot of them have their own established breeding programs. So in some ways, you could say even before birth, since they're bred for, uh, for guide work and for the, some of the personality traits that would lead to a good service dog. And then from there, they spend their first um, like year, year and a half of life with uh, a family that does puppy raising. And a lot of times, as a part of that puppy raising, there's a general test for temperament, but there's also basic obedience and socialization to make sure that the dogs are okay with car noises and jackhammers and airplanes and classrooms. That way, uh, when the time comes for specific guide work, um, as in working in a harness and being able to, to, um, to understand the looking out for the person with them, um, that they're ready for that next phase, which um, can vary somewhere between eight months to a year, I believe. Oh, that's great. Well, that sounds very similar to a lot of what Whistle encountered as well, of being with the family and then going on to a training facility for more advanced training. But you're right. It's like they really start working before they're even born because of all the work and thought and process that goes into these incredible creatures. It's really amazing. So how long have you been working in this position with the Department of Labor? Sure. I've been with the Department of Labor for two years now. Okay, awesome. Do you know how they found out about International Assistance Dog Week and how that ball got rolling to create the poster? To be honest, I'm, I'm not sure. I just know they found out about it and were, were pretty excited and they thought it was a great way to connect the work that we do with kind of like the overarching uh, mission of DOL and the idea of workforce and, and basically engaging employees in our work environment. 
kind of recognizing that, you know, the diversity that exists within employees, well, employees within DOL and then the employees that exist out there in the world. So it was a, it was a way to kind of connect with larger things. Yeah, well, it was a win-win all the way around. That's so great. Well, we're going to take just a quick break and hear a few important messages from our sponsors, and we'll come right back and keep visiting with Day about the cool work she's doing and about some other things. So please come right back after these quick messages. We'll be right back, right after these messages. Stay tuned. Love your pets but wish their medications were a lot less expensive? They are at 1-800-PET-MEDS. You'll not only save on flea and heartworm medications, but on prescriptions for arthritis, incontinence, thyroid, and more. And you get fast service, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Plus, our licensed pharmacists ensure accuracy, monitor drug interaction, and more. See why over 5 million people have trusted their pet's health to 1-800-PET-MEDS, America's largest pet pharmacy. Call now or order online. Go to PetMeds.com forward slash work, W-O-R-K, to get 10% off any order and free shipping on orders of $39 or more at PetMeds.com. How would you like your business to reach out and invite in our audience? We have a brand new trademark concept called InfoSeeds. InfoSeeds are short 20-second seeds of information about your place of business, practice, or service. We only have a limited number of slots left. For more information, visit PetLifeRadio.com. Click on Sponsorship Information. There you can listen to a sample of InfoSeed or email us at PetLifeRadio.com. Remember, only a limited number of opportunities are available. Hi, everybody. I'm Megan Blake here with my sidekick, Super Smiley. The giant nut and spokes dog for throwaways. You're listening to Pet Life Radio, and I'd like to tell you about our brand new show, A Super Smiley Adventure. Our show explores adventures with animals. They can be traveling, out in the world trips, or inner journeys where our animals lead us to inspiration and self-discovery, or just plain fun adventures. Join us here on Pet Life Radio on A Super Smiley Adventure. Good boy. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Working Like Dogs on Pet Life Radio. And we're visiting today with Day Al Mohammed. And she's talking with us about her job at the U.S. Department of Labor and the cool project that they did for International Assistance Dog Week. And one of the things I wanted to tell you, Day, is we actually have posted this poster, which will actually have it on the Pet Life Radio website as well so that our listeners can see it. But we shared it, you know, through a couple of other social networking opportunities and the response was just so overwhelmingly positive and people wanted to know how they could get copies of it. And it was so great because they could just download it and get a free copy. So how did you guys distribute it? Did you do anything other than just word of mouth or through any of your partnerships with the other businesses that you work with? I think usually most of our posters tend to be um, a little more internal focused. They're they up on all of our elevators and they're available 
on our on the internet and things like that within DOL. And I think for us, it's a it's a nice surprise to to realize exactly. I guess how effective these are, not just for us, but also for others outside that. So it was, it was a nice surprise. Yeah. Well, like I said, people were, were asking for copies and I really appreciated that someone from your office sent me some copies. Cause like I said, I'm framing mine to put in my office cause it was just so great and, and just really reflected the whole, really the, the big responsibility and the contribution that these animals make to us, not only to us as individuals, but to the workplace and enabling us to participate and to be an active, engaged employee, which is just so wonderful and what everybody wants of, to participate and, and really be able to contribute. So tell us, has your office done any work around policies with assistance dogs? Yeah, actually, um, ODEP has in a couple of places. Probably most clearly, our work around service animals, you can see in two areas. One is when we're working with employers and we talk about accommodations and we talk about the idea that, that this is a, a service animal, this is not a pet. Their job is to actually facilitate the employee being as productive as possible. So that's one. The second is when we look at emergency preparedness in the workplace and how can service animals and should service animals be considered as a part of any emergency preparedness plan. Yeah, and so what's your recommendation on that to employers? I think actually the first place to start in some of the publications and things we've been working on really has been to, to make sure that service animals are included in your planning stages. Employers nowadays all have an eye towards preparedness in the workplace, and I think we're just saying add this as a part of your consideration, just as you would consider or should be considering people with disabilities when it comes to preparedness plans. Yeah, that's an awesome point. And you're right. We are, are so much more aware of the need to do emergency planning these days. And it's, it's definitely a great thing to keep in employers' minds because people don't think about necessarily think about the assistance dog as, as part of their employee pool, but they really are. So I'm so glad to hear that you guys are doing that work. So how can people get copies of the materials that your office develops? Actually, one of the, the nice things about um, ODEP's uh, policies and stuff is they are available on the DOL website, and that's www.dol.gov slash ODEP, O-D-E-P, and we also have several technical assistance centers um, that focus in, in several areas, like uh, JAN, the Job Assistance Network, has AskJAN, which is A-S-K-J-A-N dot org. And basically, that one has all sorts of information about accommodations. So we've got several technical assistance centers, which you can actually all find from the ODEP website as well. So all of our publications, information, um, you know, we, we build this for the public. That's our, that's our job is, for, is to make it available. So you can find it all there. That's wonderful. So tell us that USDOL website again. It's usdol.gov slash ODEP, O-D-E-P. It's actually just www.dol. Okay. Okay. Slash ODEP, O-D-E-P. Okay, awesome. And we will definitely put that on our website as well so that people can get on there and look and see what types of, of information is there because I'm guessing that it's not only for the employer but for employees as well that can look at it and get information. Yes, Absolutely. That's wonderful. Well, tell us, do you know if your office is planning anything for the celebration next year for the 2012 International Assistance Dog Week? 
I actually did check with our Office of Public Affairs, and I know that they are looking into what options may be available to them and what's going on for next year. Oh, great. Well, you'll have to keep us posted and, and come back and visit with us and tell us what your office is going to do next year. Sure. Yeah, that would be great. Well, thank you so much for being with us today, Day. That was awesome. And we really encourage everyone to get on your website and get more information. And Day, how could our listeners contact you if they wanted to ask you a question? Actually, the probably the easy way to reach me would be through Clarice Young in our Office of Public Affairs. And she can be reached at 202-693-5051. Or you can email her at young, Y-O-U-N-G, dot Clarice, C-L-A-R-I-S-S-E, at D-O-L dot gov. Okay, great. Well, Day, thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate it. And I hope all of our listeners will get on your website and come visit our Pet Life Radio website and get to see the poster because it's really darling. But more than that, it really conveys the job that assistance dogs have in our workplace throughout the country. So thank you so much. And please extend our appreciation to everyone in your office. We really appreciate it. Absolutely. And thank you all so much for having us on here. It's great to be able to share some of the work that DOL does around people with disabilities and disabilities. Yeah, well, you guys are doing some amazing things. So thank you so much, and thank you to all of our listeners for being with us. We're so glad you could join us. And please keep those emails coming. Whistle and I love to hear from you. And you can also follow Working Like Dogs on Facebook and Twitter and read our blog at workinglikedogs.com. So thanks so much, and we look forward to you joining us again soon. Take good care. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.